Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. And welcome to the final show of Star Style, Be the Star You Are, broadcasting on World Talk Radio. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are celebrating a milestone today here on our show. It has been since 2003 that Heather and I have been bringing you live radio every single week, so 10 years of positive broadcasting to our listeners around the world. But we are going to be moving next week to Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. live, and we're moving to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So you can tune in beginning on July 3rd, 2013. The Goddess Gals, Heather and I, will be back with you live every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., Pacific, which is 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. So, Heather, I think we need to raise a glass of champagne for the spirit and toast our... I know. Right. Toast gratitude for 10 years of great programming. Woohoo! Thank you, everyone. Well, we are going out with a bang. In Health Matters today, Heather is going to tell us about the fantastic exercise program that tones every part of your body. And we have two special guests to end our run here on World Talk Radio. Adventurer and filmmaker Allison Teal, who just launched Allison's Adventures on the Discovery Channel this week. And writing and entertainment industry veteran Taylor Jenkins Reid, whose novel Forever Interrupted was just released. So lots of fun coming up. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Literacy and Positive Media Charity. That brings you this program. We want to thank Be The Star You Are for helping us be on the air every week. Visit btsya.org to make a donation today. And this is from Alan Cohen. Life is not a period or a question mark. Life is an exclamation point. (laughs) Don't you think that's a great way to end our 10 years of broadcasting with an exclamation point? I love it, Heather. Okay, well, let's get to Health Matters. So last month when I visited Heather in Redondo Beach, and as if you've been listening a long time, you know that I'm near San Francisco. Heather is in Southern California, and uh, our our uh, engineers and directors are in Arizona, so technology is amazing. Nobody's in one place. So she took me to this studio where we participated in a new exercise sensation that's kind of part ballet, part yoga, part stretching, and Heart beat the heck out of your bottom off. I tell you, it was energizing, but I was sore for a week. And um, at least on every part of me that moved. 
But it's called the Bar Method, Studio Bar, Cardio Bar. I'm not exactly sure what the proper name is. But, Heather, you're going to lead us through the routine. Why is this your favorite way to get in shape, and what is so amazing about Bar Method? Exactly. Well, as everyone may or may not know, I'm all about health, and especially working out. And I've loved it. You know, I've, I've always been a quote-unquote gym rat. Um, I find it therapeutic, you know, when you work out, especially in a morning workout, um, I, I just love getting it done. And I've done, you know, everything as well, you know, doing sports, swimming, gymnastics, you know, doing the treadmill, going for runs. And then for a while, I was really into yoga, and I still, I think yoga is amazing. I love it. But just um, starting at the end of March, a friend had taken me to this class in Bar Method. She thought, you know, you love uh, fitness. You'll love it. I kicked my ass. I was Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kick my butt. I was so sore. No, no, uh, you're in the good way. In the good the way. You know that no. um, everything. It was a wonderful class. And so, what if you if you haven't heard of it yet? It's sort of similar to many things that it's been around now for about five years, I believe. Uh, but it's especially in Southern California, it's really, really expanding. Um, and so the, the first one that ever started was the bar method, which I attend to. But there are different studios. They're called bar poles or uh, bar fitness that kind of incorporate. But what bar method is exactly is it's a very unique kind of thing that combines um, sculpting, you know, it sculpts your body doing isometrics. If you know what isometrics are, is doing things very slowly and hold, like holding them in that slower paces that you're isolating, isolating the muscles. Um, elongating practice, where you, they incorporate dance. The best way I like to say it is it's a combination of um, isometrics, ballet, yoga, and Pilates. But it, on its own, it's not like anything else, as well as aerobics. And what it does is it really is firming every muscle. It's reducing body fat, high muscle definition, especially in your chest upper arms and your legs, towing that booty, um, narrowing thighs, hamstrings, increased endurance. I have to say I've been doing it for about three months now, and I'm considering this my bridal body booty workout. That in this, um, And you look month, amazing, too. <laughs> you really look amazing. I, you know, I think what's hard a lot of times, you know, what's inspirational, too, is that, like with all things, I think what keeps you going is that sense of community. When you go in there, all the instructors, because when you check in, the instructors write down all your, so they address you by your name, and they have great, you know, music pumping the whole time. Uh, and everyone, there's really this sense of community with it, and you see all types of bodies in the class. You know, you see, uh, but what really actually pushes me all the time is there's a lot of women who are pregnant in there, and I just, they, I feel like that gives me motivation. If they are, you know, almost about to crown, if they're eight months pregnant, and they're in here working their bodies, um, I just think, well, because it's a non, um, it's, it's not affecting you. It's, it's a, like somehow things are high impact, low impact. It's a non-impact, so you don't have to worry, and that makes it sound like taking away, but it's not going to be hurting you in anything. Um, one thing that's really nice to you, what it, that it's kind of using the ballet essence, where it gets the name bar is because we do do some exercises on the bar, as in a ballet bar. But what happens that we're doing um, the isometrics with weights. I'm used to being in the gym, you know, trying to, you know, push more, you know, using 10, 15 pounds or even just five pounds. We use just one 
up to five. I currently, I do some of the things I do four pound weights. For the most, I'm just using two. And two pound weights, when you hear that, that sounds like nothing. But because we're doing isometrics with it, you're slowly moving up the arms and the muscles and holding things. Those two pound weights begin to feel like 10 pounds and your arms are shaking. And we do things where with balls, you know, almost that look like a uh, dodgeball. And we're squeezing them in the thigh. And every, every, it's a whole new concept of working out and it's combining all these things. So we're shaking. To, and the great thing what they do is there's, it's studies have shown us that when you stretch in between uh, these calibrating things, what they're doing is it's opening up the muscles and it's allowing you to burn more calories. It's allowing your body to open up more. So there's this really intense where your body's pushing you things and doing a more, and then we'll go into these really beautiful stretches where it just feels so good, and, you know, the music then changes to calmer music, and then we get right back into it. And these classes are just an hour long, but it's an hour that you, you know, you love and hate at the same time. And after now that I've been going for three months, I've started to realize, similar to yoga, how many classes follow, like a 26 post, that for the most part it is following the state as though I have to say every time I go my I it's not something that it ever gets easy you just get your endurance gets stronger and you get familiar with certain things but every time your body is trembling shaking sore uh but in the best way and starting to see the results and I think a lot of times what happens is people when we start an exercise we want to see it instantly we want instantly to to with bar methods, you will feel it instantly. You will know your body has got it. Your body will tell you. But you might not, and then, you know, that first week, you might not say, I would say, I've been doing it three months now, and I completely concede that I I'm, have my goal of what I want, but I can see, especially in my upper body, my, my, my chest area, my pectorals, my arms, my shoulders, my back are this new song that I cannot remember the last time. Wait, why? You know, I've dropped six pounds in it, but really, you know, you shouldn't be going by what a scale says, going on what your body, what you feel like. And I just feel so much toner. And so, and I can even notice how my postures change. Because there is such a high element of ballet in it, they really focus on um, your posture. Because with your posture, a lot of times we, we all hunch over or we push out our bellies when we're not even realized. They do the bar method the tuck, where you're kind of tucking your booty under, sucking your tummy in, and you really start to know. Sometimes I'll, I'm, I've become more aware of how my body is doing it. Um, a lot of them might think, you know, how is this, you know, Pilates was a big thing for a while. How is it different from Pilates? And the thing with Pilates is Pilates, for the most part, use machines and mass, and it realigns the core muscles um, by working from smaller muscles and your smaller muscle groups. But what bar method is, is it using your own body weight, again, to isolate those things, strength, sculpt, all the major muscles. And I'm telling you, there's new, I've noticed new definitions on things that I, I never even thought of it. And I see, you know, the booty seems a little bit higher before. But um, the crazy thing is because you're doing this um, isometrics and, and incorporating the dance with it and the aerobics, each class, is estimated depending on, because I, I must say, there are certain teachers that I love, again, the love-hate, that I know certain teachers when I go in, they're sort of like the bar method Nazis that I know that it's going to be the hardest class. And there's other ones that they're real nicer, and it's still going to be a great working class. But How, uh, maybe how, many, different, how many different teachers are you uh, working with? I'm sorry, what? How many different teachers are you working with? 
Well, every time, so I have to say is um, when you go in, you only have one teacher, but depending on the studio you go to, and they are franchise, Bar Method is a franchise thing. Um, there are different ones that are open up, you know, Bar Studio, they're all different, but um, Bar Method is the main one. The one where I go is a Bar Method, and each time, each class, I only have one teacher, but it depends, they all work different schedules, so they're not on the same teacher at the same class. And depending on my schedule, like, for example, this morning I went to the 6.45 a.m. bar, and so I had a teacher that I have normally, you know, times when I don't have work for so many days, sometimes I go to the 12.30, and I like to get my workout done in the morning just because it kind of sort of is like making your bed for the day. It sets the tone. I feel if when I first get up, if something within, I usually like having a, a little bit of time, uh, you know, maybe uh, an hour to just kind of like to meander around, but I like getting my workout in first thing in the morning, because then it's done. I don't have to worry about it, and I feel really good throughout the rest of the day, and I recommend it. Some people like to work out in the evening, and that's great for them, but I just know what my body is telling me is that I need to work out in the daytime, and that's something that's really great, too, is because um, in bar, things may feel uncomfortable, they can, you can always do um, variations of it. And they'll show you, you know, they, they try to encourage you to be doing push-ups. And, um, and we do, and I must say, guys probably had not done push-ups since high school. And now we're doing all these push-ups and planks. And my endurance has changed. That before, you know, I could only do a couple and then I'd start to tremble and I'd go to my knees. Now, you know, I'm able to do 30, 40 um, on my arms, you know, before everything's trembling, but because just pushing yourself. And, and uh, as I say, too, a fun thing with bar is similar to yoga, if any girls know, it is quite a fashion show in there. And I, and I mean, there's just so many things out there of so many cool, cute, clothes, similar to the cute yoga pants that flare out. Well, now these are more in the leggings and so many fun things. But a bar method, I must say to people, is similar if you've ever done Pilates, yoga. It is a rather expensive thing. Um, I currently pay 150 for the month. and But if you just go to per class, it's $22 a class. So my 150 is an unlimited, and I try to go every day. My goal, um, depending, you know, as long as I'm in town, my goal is to make at least five classes a week. If I can make seven, that's, that's really what I want. So this this is not itself. something that's really for anybody on a budget, unless maybe it might be at if you're a member of YMCA or you're a member of a club or something, uh, you, it might be available there. Well, it's, it is amazing. It's an amazing workout, and I must say I loved it, and I wasn't bored, and I didn't feel, when I took it, I didn't feel like, um, like, like, oh, God, I hate this song. I really enjoyed it. It's just, and I could tell, it really worked. So I need to, I need to, like, jump on that bandwagon. But, Heather, we are out of time here, as always. But uh, I'm glad that you brought Bar Method to Health Matters because I can just see such a huge difference in what it's done for you. And it's much cheaper than hiring a personal trainer. So let's put it that way. Yeah, and as I'm such a big proponent of always putting your health first, and really 150, it sounds expensive, but when it breaks down, it's an $8 cost. And like with all things, think of, you know, this last just not you going out to dinner for a month. Um, with all things, if you stick with it, if you get any kind of gym regimen or exercise regimen, you're going to see results. So if you do things, and a lot of times you can find things on, and a great way to start out with this, a lot of things, Groupon, Travel Zoo, uh, Living Social, those 
social network or the you know those the coupon social networks a lot of time will offer a one month or a week membership at an extremely discounted rate that can give you the opportunity to test it out see if you like it and see if you want to purchase more so you don't end up purchasing too something too expensive that you don't enjoy and and the secret of course is to stick with it you know always to stick with something so that it really is and when you also say when you think about how important our health is and being fit really helps us feel better and perform better in everything that we do it's not much to pay i mean you think about what you spend you know people go out and get a big mac or you know something that's not healthy and a couple of those and you spent 150 dollars so the great segment obviously you are very very excited about it and that makes all of us excited about it so uh, heather will be back next week with another great health matters but next week we'll be on voice america empowerment channel on wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m so heather have another sip of champagne thank you so much give out the websites most definitely we want you to go to be the com as well as be the and we're going to be right back with just an absolutely fabulous guest. I mean, talk about energy. You better get your surfboard out because this body is fit. We have Allison Teal who just launched her uh, Discovery Channel show, Naked and Afraid, and with Allison's Adventures. If that doesn't pique your interest, what will? I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are, be the star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you so much for turning up that volume and staying with me right here on the life-changing rodeo. Pro- rodeo. Oh, it is a rodeo. A radio broadcast. 
podcast, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have been broadcasting live since 1998, and today is our final day on World Talk Radio as we are merging with Voice America Network. We're not going away. We're just moving days to Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m., and every Wednesday from next week on, you'll be able to hear us on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. We are excited, and of course, you'll always be able to access all the archives at both the World Talk Radio website as well as StarStyleRadio.com. And as I said before we went to break, (laughs) we have got such a star-studded show for you as our grand finale. And our first up guest is absolutely amazing. I got to meet her last week in her pink bikini, and uh, she is a superstar, an explorer, a filmmaker. It's Allison Teal. She calls herself a soul surfer. She is definitely a survivor, and what an adventurer. She grew up all kind of all over the world, but mostly in Hawaii. She's with us today from Hawaii. She just launched Alice's Adventures and was on the front page of every Hawaiian newspaper. She can be seen on the Discovery Channel series, Naked and Afraid. And by the way, we'll talk about that because it's the highest ratings ever. Well, aloha, Allison. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. Wow. Why, thank you. That was, whoa. <laughs> that was quite an introduction. Thank you so much. You're such a star. I'm so honored to virtually be here. Well, isn't it? It's just so much fun. We love we love technology because obviously, though, I would really rather be in Hawaii with you sitting on the beach and watching you do your surfing, you know, because I love the way you say that that pink is the, the new green. So tell us, tell us, tell us. Now, we you are a filmmaker and uh, you have been you've lived literally all over the planet. You've been in dangerous mountains and jungles and you know, the Andes, you've been everywhere. Give us a little bit of a background of the kind of the exploration and the life that you lived as a kid. And then I want you to talk about your Discovery Channel series, Naked and Afraid, and how great that was. And, of course, what we're going to expect on Alice's Adventures. Wow. Okay, mouthful. Well, first off, I just want to say I am kind of reporting to you live here from my grass shack in Hawaii under a coconut tree. So I hope you can hear everything I'm saying because sometimes the coconut Wi-Fi gets a little gets a little funky. But um, yeah, it's just been a crazy, exciting adventure basically since I was born. At two months old, my parents whisked me away up the highest peak in southern Peru, and since then, life's basically been this whirlwind of adventure. My dad is a um, world-renowned photographer. He did National Geographic and Patagonia, Eagle Creek, North Face, Tevis Shoes. Um, I'm sure. You've seen his images around, and my mom is one of, in my opinion, and most people's, the best yoga teachers in the world. She trains a lot of the, the amazing yogis, and she's such a guru, and they dragged me around the world. <laughs> yeah, so you had two absolute gurus for parents that Absolutely. were very they grounded yeah. in Mother Earth yeah. and sustainability and all of that stuff, and at the same time, we're out there exploring what, what this great planet of ours. They were pioneers on the planet. You got to explore what, you know, what the planet has to offer. Tell us more. I totally did. Well, they wanted to give me experiential education. Education. So basically I say that the, the people I met were my textbooks and the world was my classroom. And so, you know, the shaman from Eat, Pray, Love was my painting teacher. And, uh, um, I mean, I could go on and on about the amazing people that basically raised me around the world. And, of course, my beloved parents. And 
Yeah, just I was homeschooled. I hit real school at the University of Southern California Film School basically for the first time. So that was an enormous culture shock for me. And um, I learned film there because I wanted to figure out how to share my adventures and the people that I'd grown up with with the world. And that's kind of how Alison's Adventures came about that I've been Now, had you always, though, you had always been uh, taking pictures, right? Or always been taking movies, but it wasn't until USC that you kind of decided, okay, now I'm really going to make films. Yeah, basically. I mean, you know, you kind of rebel against what your parents do until you can't, you know, yeah, don't take another photo of me because by default, you know, I was his model. Um because we were traveling the world, and he was shooting for all the companies, and then finally one day I woke up and went, oh, I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do this, and they just inspired me, and then with the skills from USC, I was able to really go on this past uh, eight-year adventure, basically, that I'd been on, and I'm about to launch my first film. And through that process, Discovery Channel came across me and said, hey, how do you, how do you feel about going and hanging out on an island naked for a month and surviving. <laughs> so and tell said, us oh. about it, because it, it is actually the highest rated show of the year on the Discovery yeah. Channel. What? To, first of all, how did you do it? How did you survive it? That had to be uh, a little challenging. Was, Weren't there bugs it, and yucky things? In Surfer Talk, it was gnarly. Um, and I've also come to my attention that it's the second highest watched Discovery show in the history of the Discovery Network, not just the channel. So, Congratulations. Like, you go, girl. I know. Can you believe it? Um, you know what, Cynthia? It was unreal. I mean, they say, you know, and, I, and I've been guilty of it, too, when I'm watching TV, which I actually don't have. That's kind of funny because everybody said, you're on TV. I've never owned a TV in my life. So I have to figure out where to watch it next week. But, um, you know I would watch these shows and go, oh, God, that can't be real. They must have a catering truck off to the side, and, you know, they're sleeping in the Hilton every night. And I can assure you, <laughs> that was not the fact. Um, it's basically an Adam and Eve concept where someone um, I don't know, I'm dropped at an island with him, and we have to survive. I, I found out the location about, you know, a couple days before, and um, I was put in the Indian Ocean on a basically an uninhabitable island with nothing, no clothes, no tools. Um, we each got to bring an item and we had to rough it and figure it out. There's no prize. There's no reason. It was basically just a challenge for ourselves. And um, boy, I can tell you stories. <laughs> I bet you could. What was the one tool you chose? Um, well, we each got one. One was a fire starter and one was an axe. Um, ah, good tools. A- good uh-huh. tools. Now, yeah. did you choose or did were they given to you? Um, we chose, we, we got to choose like a few that we would want and then out of those, you know, it was narrowed down. Um, and so we just, you know, our fire starter broke about the second day. So that became a challenge and the axe went dull in about 20 minutes. So oh my goodness. Now, how, yeah. what was it like, Allison, to be, first of all, dropped on this island alone and naked and then you have to meet this person you've never met before? Was, how'd that feel? <laughs> Um, you know, when I got off the boat, what was going through my head was all that. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. This is wild. What am I doing? Because I'm very conservative in my values in terms of I'm a role model for children. I, um, I, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't, you know, just to be perfectly blunt, I'm very uh, strong in what I do. And so well, I wanted to take this as a challenge to go back to primitive times and be those primitive people, not as a, like, let's exploit naked people running around. Because that's exactly. how you see in exactly. the olden days, you know? So. When I was walking at him, though, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is wild. But you know what? Honestly, an hour into it, everybody 
completely forgot anything about the word naked. It was survival, survival, literally. I mean, I ate about a handful of food in 21 days. Um, yeah, that's, I, that was going to be my next question. Did you lose a lot of weight? Did you get eaten by yeah. a lot of bugs? Did you spend a lot of time in the water? Did you have to find water? How did you survive? Give us a couple of survival tips, and then we'll get we'll talk about some of your other Allison's adventures. Of course, yeah. And, you know, and if anybody wants to find me on, on Twitter or Facebook, Allison's Adventures, I'm happy to answer any questions about the show, you know, that I'm allowed to talk about and just tell you how crazy and real it was. But um, And, and yeah, well, you can connect with her on Facebook.com, Allison's Adventures. You can go to Allison's, Allison'sAdventures.com. And Allison is with one L, A-L-I-S-O-N. And we'll give out your website more times. And she has YouTube videos. So that's really fun too and twitter allison adventure yep okay so all right so how did you survive how did i survive well um luckily i was put in a tropical location and i know what a coconut is so that's that's the first good news um my partner was not too into the tropics so we kind of had to team up our skills um you'll find kind of a surprise about what happened to us um he got injured so it was a big challenge for me. I almost had to take on the quest on my own, and um, so it was a pretty it was a pretty big undertaking. But I'd say we ate about a handful of food in 21 days. We got some sea snails, and um, you know I won't give away everything. You can watch what we were able to do. But I actually found a dress, which isn't a secret. That's all over the media, which is kind of interesting. Um, I kind of made it out of a piece of fabric I found and uh, styled myself a little Flintstones dress. So that was exciting, a little sun protection. And, man, it was just, you know, 20 minutes from the equator, hottest weather you've ever felt in your life. Um, we had to figure out how to get water and food and, and get along and be mentally stable. And, you know, there's a crew, a very, very skeleton crew there, but they aren't allowed, we, you know, we aren't allowed to communicate with them, and we had our own cameras and we just had to deal. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it's, it's so fascinating to think that there really could have been Adam and Eve, right? I mean, you survived right. it for for uh, a month, thirty days. How long? How much longer do you think you could have survived it? The handful of food is not that much. No, it's really not that much. Um, at the time, I was pretty done. You know, thinking back now, there's always things like, "Oh, I wish I would have done that." It was just, but you know, the human body shuts down after about 21 days of no food, um, about four days of water. It can't go past that. So we were getting pretty critical. Um, I lost upwards of about 20 pounds. I know my partner was more than that. I know on the last episode, the guy lost 45 pounds. Um, so it, it was definitely the real deal. I mean, obviously, medical attention would have stepped in if we were about to die, but. In reality, and this is what I want people to understand, because they say, oh, well, you had a doctor on call. Well, we were so far out there that even to get to the nearest hospital would have been days of travel. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't reality. So this of- was, it was, it was real. So, okay, so um, it is on the Discovery Channel. It's called Naked and Afraid. And uh, how can people see it besides on their TV? Will they be able to catch it on the Internet or rent it like Netflix yes. or yes. Redbox, yes. something like I- that? My episode shows July 7th um, at night. It's the nighttime Sunday night spot. And then all that week, it'll have reruns, and then it'll be housed online. The first one is up there right now on Discovery Channel. And um, I got it posted all over my social media. So, yeah, check it out. Fantastic. So, all right. So, July 7th, and for a week after that, so in one week, this show is on the Discovery Channel. 
called Naked and Afraid. And you want to go to Allison's website at Allison's Adventure uh, with an S dot com. Allison's with an S Adventures dot com. A L I S O N S Adventures dot com. And then you want to check out all the different sites her YouTube videos, etc. Now, Allison. What more are we going to be able to expect from Alice's adventures? I know that you're doing a crowdfunding. You're doing something special. Tell us about that because this is like a really new, great way for people to invest in something they believe in and to make, you know, fantastic dreams come true. How can people get involved? What are you doing? Yes. You know, I'm just so glad to talk to you because I feel like you share so many of the same visions. I'm really about empowering young kids and making their dreams come true, and anybody, really, but what my Allison's Adventures film series has become is, you know, often people said, well, what is it like to meet a firewalker in Fiji or a shaman in Bali or a young girl in Indonesia that has big dreams, and so I thought, well, I should make an exciting adventurous film series based upon meeting these characters, and it's kind of like a reality Disney, so I'm making fun, exciting Indiana Jones adventures, which I'm actually in, um, but they're real, and they're real people. And there are fun stories surrounded around it. And my biggest dream is to go on a nation-slash-worldwide school tour and bring the films, which I've been working on for eight years, and I've finally finished, um, to all these students to inspire them. I've already done a great number of them, and the outcome has just been astounding. I, I can't even tell you I mean, one little thing that I'll say real quick just to give you an idea. I was at a, a large school on the East Coast, and a little eight-year-old girl came up to me after screening one of the films, and she said she was sobbing, and she said, Allison, my mom is dying of cancer, and before I saw your film, I thought I had nothing to live for, and now I see that there's magic in the world and that there's people that will be my friend. Oh, my God, I, I have chills like, all over. Yeah. Oh, that's, ama- just, that's amazing. Well, see, what you're amazing? doing is you're inspiring them, you're empowering them, you're encouraging them to reach for the stars because they can land on them. And when you set your mind to something and you decide to do it, you can do it. And you are living proof of that. But, you know, everyone can be an adventurer if we're willing to be an explorer of life. And that's what yeah. Allison's Adventures is all about. It's really, you're in them, but it's showing people that it can be them, that they can do it too. I love the idea that you want to go around to schools. I think schools would benefit from this again so much. Now, should people go to allisonsadventures.com to check out the crowdfunding, or do they yeah, go absolutely. to... Absolutely. Um, okay. I'm a shameless self-promoter at this point, since it's been kind of every element I've done on my own, from the shooting to the, you know, on my laptop editing, and so I put big, big on my homepage, it says, please donate um, for my school tour, and it will send you to my crowdfunding campaign on the Incredible new Kickstarter. It's called Red Cape. It's for only do good projects. And we're offering amazing stuff. So um, I don't know how familiar you are with my Sarah Lee photos. My photographer that's with me is just astounding. So her photos and um, gifts from around the world. And, and what I've done with this campaign, Cynthia, is I'm offering that to the kids. So, for example, if you donate, instead of getting that GoPro camera, that GoPro camera will then be donated to an aspiring child filmmaker around the world. Or, you know, that's an example. Or somebody will get a pair of shoes in need um, in a school in 
Indonesia or in Nepal. So that's kind of where I'm going with all this. And I'm yeah, just- so you can, you're making a difference, too, for others in the world and helping them live their dreams. And listen, one of the reasons that you so inspired me and I was so taken with you is that the very first television series that I ever produced, I did it very similar to you. I started with five volunteers, and by the 28th episode, we had 45 volunteers, and the show went national. And what was so great is when people would say, well, where'd you get the funding? I said, you know, everybody gets paid in farm fresh eggs because I raise chickens, fresh vegetables, love fruits, and that feel-good feeling that you get from meeting unbelievable, inspiring people who are living their dream. The show was called Live Your Dreams. So, you know, I love what you're doing because you are showing people that it's possible to live a dream. It's possible to be on an adventure and that our world is small and that we are all one. Well, Allison, you are just amazing, and I just love it that you are sitting under your coconut tree in your little grass shack with your pink bikini and hopefully your little hula skirt and your ukulele nearby. (laughs) Of course. I I just love it. And I wish you all the greatest of uh, success. And there's no doubt about it that you are going to be successful. For all our listeners around the world, definitely, Alice Adventures is your passport to the world. You want to go to her website, get involved, help her out with her crowdfunding, get involved, uh, follow her on Twitter, on Facebook, go to YouTube. You'll love the pictures. She, she has, I love the fact that you've got your surfboard right there on the camel with you. It's hysterical. So allisonsadventures.com. Allison's, just give us the last couple words before we need to go to break and to our next guest. Absolutely. Well, I just hope that, yeah, I can share my incredible adventures around the world and inspire the world to live more green, go for your dreams, and uh, hopefully be my friend, too. (laughs) Exactly. Well, keep on surfing and keep living the way you did and give big hugs to your parents because they raised you to be an amazing, amazing young lady, and I know that you're going to inspire and motivate so much, so many. And for all of you um, out there, too, make sure to tune in to Allison on our teen show, Express Yourself Teen Radio. She will be a guest with our teens on July 23rd on Express Yourself, which airs Tuesdays at noon. And she was just fantastic. She'll, you'll just love uh, hearing her on that. And don't forget to tune in July 7th to the Discovery Channel to watch Naked and Afraid. Allison, you are fabulous. So mahalo and aloha. And And you're coming on my next adventure with me, right? I will. I would love to be on your adventure. Well, thank you for joining us on Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'm, well, we'll be back in a bit for all of you. And we're coming right up with Taylor Jenkins Reid and her book, Forever Interrupted. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Be the star you are. The star you What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. 
Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-788. Two seven. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. You'll find all you need in a life We are so glad you are celebrating here with us on our final party here at World Talk Radio. But again, we were not leaving you. We're just moving to Wednesdays on Voice America starting next week. But as are as all parties, we want to celebrate with fabulous guests. So coming up right now is essayist and a former entertainment and educator, Taylor Jenkins reads. She has her first novel called Forever Interrupted, which is about a fast and furious romance with a little bit of heartbreak, but some very good lessons that we all learn in the end. Welcome, Taylor, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Well, congratulations on, you know, publishing your first novel. You must be celebrating, yeah. too. Yes, yeah. It's it's a really exciting time. It's well, You know, know selling a book is exciting, and then having it come out is is its own excitement. So Yeah, it's, it's a it's whole different thing, because writing the book, you know, is just like part of it. But now, then when you actually hold it in your hands, you go, oh, my gosh, I just birthed a baby. Well, this is a really, um, this is a really lovely, lovely, and a very different kind of love story about two young people who fall in love very, very quickly and yeah. rush into their romance and something horrible happens and then what what transpires after that. Why don't you give us a little bit of backstory of how you decided to write this and, and you know, how it might relate to your own life, et cetera, because we all have sure. a backstory <laughs> and yeah. uh, this one has a, a very good one. Well, um, I, uh, when I was 24, uh, I met my husband and we, um, we, we eloped after knowing each other for only four months, which was a totally crazy thing to do. Um, and, uh, and when we eloped, I, I, you know, I was very happy because I, I felt like I, you know, I found the one and he was mine. Um, but I was also sort of overcome with this feeling that, you know, everything was so wonderful now, and I, I had this love in my life, and I thought, what if I lose it? Um, you know, And that's a paralyzing so thought, you know, and then it, to have it happen would be, yes, you know, excruciating. It, it, it was a feeling that even though I was only thinking it, it was only in my imagination, it made me sick to my stomach. And I sort of started thinking, what, what if that did happen? What 
what would happen to me? How would I react to it? Um, and it's just the idea started to grow and grow as I thought about how it would affect different parts of my life. And eventually it became not something that I thought of as happening to me anymore, but a real story happening that I, I could make happen to a different person, put her in a different setting, um, and really explore what those feelings were. Um, and so that's, that's where it started. And then when I sat down to start writing it, that's when it took on a life of its own. Well, I think what's so, uh, there's many facets of it because I really identified with your characters. They're very well fleshed out. And I think their reactions to different situations are so right on target. And I thought of myself as a mother with, you know, two kids that are in their 20s. And if one of them eloped, I would have been heartbroken. And you have, right. You have the, the mother who doesn't even know that her son had gotten married. And, yeah. you know, doesn't know how to feel about that. And that, to me, that was just very, very, it was so real. Because how did your own fam- uh, parents or his parents react when they found out you eloped? Yeah, that's a great question. It, you know, it's one that um, naively, when we when we eloped, I think we saw it in our heads like, oh, our parents aren't going to like this, but they will understand. And I think, you know, ultimately that was true. Um, my mom was very shocked. Um, but she knew that I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know in my heart that it was the right thing to do. So, you know, my family trusted that I was making the right decisions for myself, but I think, you know, they grieved over the fact that they wanted to be there and they wanted to be a part of it and they weren't, and that was hard for them, but they, they got on board. My husband's family was sort of a similar thing. The only difference being my family, I I live in Los Angeles. My family lives in Massachusetts. Um, my husband's family lives in Los Angeles. And so did you, you know, elope in Las became, Vegas at like in the book? No, no, we didn't. We actually, um, we eloped, we called an officiant in Los Angeles and met them at the top of Mulholland drive and looked over the city and there were like gorgeous city lights and the hills. And it was a very romantic moment. It's such, um, it's such a movie moment. Mulholland drive yeah. <laughs> with the lights. Of yeah. The city. And I think, I think there was part of, you know, when, when you think about how you want to get married and, and you think, okay, well actually we're not going to have a huge ceremony. We're just going to do it. The two of us. And it becomes very romantic. And you think, well, how can we make this more romantic? Um, and I think, that was sort of, for us, the most romantic thing we could do. Um, but I think Alex's family had a very good question, which was, you know, even if you thought we wouldn't be on board, why couldn't you just invite us? You know, and, and I totally understand their perspective. And, and they've done nothing but welcome me into their family with open arms. I think unless you're the people that are eloping, you can't necessarily understand why the need to elope. And I think also, until I'm a mom, until I'm a parent, I probably won't understand, you know, their perspective because I, I'm simply not a parent yet. So, so all sides have come from a place of, okay, we want to understand why everybody feels the way they do. And because of that, like, we're all very happy with things, the way things turned out, but it's hard. It's a, it's a shocking thing. And I think that's why Susan has, you know, in the book has such a hard time. Well, learning she, that has information. Such, she has such empathy. I mean, I loved Susan because I could, you could just feel in every mm-hmm. page, you could feel her struggling with wanting to still have something that would be close to her son, Ben. And at the same time, 
in the beginning wondering, who is this Elsie? Is she an imposter? I mean, could she really be married? And also, I really felt for Elsie because it was nine days, right? I mean, it's like, are you really married nine days? And you, and you don't have a marriage certificate. So how do you even know that it happened? You know, I'm, there were all these, these uh, juxtapositions that you really had to stop and think, what would you do in that? What would you be doing and what would you be feeling except for incredible loss? Yeah. And I think that's part of what I was so, what I wanted to explore between Susan and Elsie is this idea that neither of them are wrong. You know, they may handle themselves in a way that you watch them and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that or you shouldn't have said that. But they're both coming from a place of loving this man so much and, you know, being so lost and hurt by the fact that he's no longer there. And so they 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 butt heads so many times, and yet I hope readers walk away from those confrontations feeling very torn because, you know, it's Elsie's story, and so obviously you're going to get Elsie's point of view, but Susan is a woman who has had so much pain in her life and is trying so hard to just keep it together, and I have... I just, I mean, she's a fictional character, but I just have a lot of respect and admiration for the way she handles herself. You have put so much soul into Susan. I, I can't imagine that readers will not love her. I mean, you, I felt, I felt her pain and I felt her trying so hard. She wants to embrace Elsie and Elsie, Elsie really wants a mom, you know, I mean, so that, that to me was something. And I just thought that, you know, they're both, they are both trying to find ways to deal with their grief. And unless someone has been through a death, and I can say this from my own personal experiences too, is Mm -hmm. I don't think unless you've walked in those shoes that anyone ever knows how you're going to react and how long it takes you to get over it or to put away the clothes or to get rid of the shrines, you know. And so what kind of research did you do for that aspect? Because I really feel that you nailed it. You nailed the grief that in different ways, the ways that different people experience it. And at the same time, the way they experience their caring and their love and their giving. Right. Uh, well, thank you, because that, that's one thing that I worked so hard on and that, um, you know, I think it wasn't so much research that I did as much as it was a meticulous, almost obsession in writing and rewriting to, you know, you go through it one time and you say, am I showing, you know, Elsie's grief in a way that feels real and that, that feels like something I've felt before? And then you go through it again and you say, okay, now it's Susan's turn. You know, have I given enough, you know, because Susan is, again, like, she's not the main character of this book. She's not the narrator, but she's lost her husband and, and her, her son. son. Yeah. But did, but did you is, talk to people who had either lost a husband or lost a son or any young lovers who, you know, even if it was a lost a boyfriend or a girlfriend, did right. you talk to people or did you really create this from your, just your writing? Did they just show up and their experiences yeah. show up? I. I read a couple of blogs of Young Widow blogs, um, which is uh, a <laughs> sort of a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down if you don't have to because it is so heartbreaking and you feel so much for these women. Um, and I think it's a very unique perspective because so often we think of widows as older women. And you don't think about these people that have lost their loved ones at, you know, the height of their youth at the time when they should be making families and, and memories and sort of things like that. So 
Um, I, I did some research there, but most of it came from creating these characters and, and really getting to know them and trying to figure out how they would feel in any given situation. Well, and you've worked in the entertainment industry, and I know you worked in education. What what were you doing in the entertainment industry? I worked in uh, feature film casting for a number of years. That right after, um, right out of college, until about a year before, um, or I guess like two years before I sold the book, I did that, which was which was really really fun. And I think you know, ultimately, writing took my heart. <laughs> well, and I think too, it must have been, it must have been actually a good education because you saw so many different characters walk through those doors that's, and, that's and exactly, so many characters that would exactly merge it. into other characters when they would mm-hmm. audition because, you know, they would be playing yep. whatever parts, unless you were doing commercials, but at the same time you have been doing a commercial too. But do you feel that that experience led you to be more meticulous with your writing because your yes. cast, the way you cast is actually the way you cast in a book as well. It's, it's pretty, Absolutely. It's, it's pretty similar, don't you think? Yeah. And the, the other part is, you know, from being in feature film casting for so long, you know, we're doing, sometimes we did comedies and sometimes we did, you know, action movies or, or, whatever, but a lot of times we're doing dramas and you get to understand, you know, you can write a character on a page one way and then an actor comes in and sees it an entirely different way than maybe the director or the writer or the producer saw it and and adds layers there that weren't on the page. And I think I've always been so fascinated with that is how to create those nuances um, that doing it in person with with seeing all of these actors and seeing their different takes on different characters, it, it just made me that much more passionate about as a writer capturing that as best I can. Finding and you did, Taylor. Of, you really did because character. that I think you just said the right word. Your characters in this book have layers of emotions and personalities. They're not one-dimensional. They're absolutely full, full-bodied. And then sometimes they make a left turn when you think they're going to make a right turn. We're speaking right. with author Taylor Jenkins Reed. Her book is Forever Interrupted. It's a brand-new novel. Her website, Taylor Jenkins Reed, and Jenkins has an S, and Reed is R-E-I-D. And is it .com? The website, yes, right? TaylorJenkinsRead.com. Yep. I understand, Taylor, that you are already uh, working on or have another book coming down the pike that'll be out next year. Yes. After I do, yes, do you, yes, I'm very excited about After I Do. Yeah, this is so exciting. So the great thing is, is that you are now launched. You are completely now, you're now launched as a writer. Well, I want to thank you for coming on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The book is Forever Interrupted, and as it says on the cover, it is not your average love story. It will grip you from page one. I literally, I got the book, and I sat down, and I read it in a couple of hours. I just read it straight through, Taylor. I didn't want to put it down. So it's really gripping, and again, the characters are so, so well fleshed out. And the storyline just pulls your heart out. And then the, just the description between everybody and all the, all the different uh, levels of romance and love, it just also shows us how important it is to say I love you every day and to cherish the moments yeah. that we have. So I want to thank you Absolutely. for being on the show. Go to taylorjenkinsread.com. 
And now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Well, thank you all for being great listeners and allowing us into your life every week here on World Talk Radio for the past 10 years. We want to thank our stellar team at World Talk Radio and Voice America, everyone from the network directors, sound engineers, host services, graphic designers, social networkers, our weekly directors, I mean, everybody, everybody who have made Heather Brittany and I look and sound like champs since 2003. We've actually been broadcasting since 1998, but on this network for 10 full years. But we're really not saying goodbye because we're going to say hello next week because World Talk Radio is merging with Voice America, and we are now being transferred to the Empowerment Channel. So make sure to tune in next Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., Pacific with me, Cynthia Bryan, and with Heather Brittany. We are your personal growth success coaches, and we'll be with you every Wednesday after that. And we'll bring you the expert advice. We'll bring you fun, and we bring you renowned authors from around the globe. We want to continue to surprise and engage you and help you change your life for the better and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions, go to star-style.com or call our studio 925-377-STAR to go to the charity site that brings you this show. It's Be The Star You Are. Go to bethestarur.org. You can make a donation there, get involved, volunteer, make a difference in the world. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Cherish the past. Dream of the future. But celebrate every minute. And of course, read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. Read Forever Interrupted. And until next Wednesday, when we play once again, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. We'll play on Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.